You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Welcome to our Child's Play Retrospective. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I am editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, director of photography, Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. We also have cinematographer, that's a fancy word for director of photography, Mike Griggs. Hey, 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 hey. So into DP, bro. <laughs> oh, he went there. <laughs> and we also have costume designer, Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Well, thank you guys for showing up. It is... Halloween month. You guys yes. ready to talk about scary movies? Yes, it's my favorite month of the year because this is when the weather changes and we get to talk about, you know, horror movies and Halloween. Mm. Trick-or-treating? That <laughs> probably won't fucking happen this year, but, you know. No, whatever. no, no, no. Trick-or-treating's happening, dude. You could set a bowl out. People could, you know, socially distance, just grab something on their own. Set probably up a dispenser. <laughs> you got, like, a candy bar dispenser, like a tampon dispenser. You just push oh. a little button and kid gets a... <laughs> what? <laughs> Happy Halloween! Here's your tampons. <laughs> I Why? said candy bar. Come on, Jared. <laughs> no, you said tampon dispenser for some reason. I said like, like, as in simile. My question is, where are you to... seeing tampon dispensers? <laughs> Why would that be your first thing to compare I, I, to? I, I, Mike, I of all the I things that come out of vending machines, <laughs> I mean, fucking even safety glasses. You could have yeah. gone to so many places. <laughs> Anyways. Clearly, I get a lot of candy bars out of places, obviously. <laughs> I am not going to the gas stations that you <laughs> shop at. <laughs> Got a candy bar in this weird cotton thing in the, in the men's restroom. I mean, I think it was the men's restroom. There weren't any urinals here. My mouth is so dry. It only, it only costs 75 cents. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, all right. Child's play. Woo. Hey, yo. Uh, is this the first time you guys seen this movie? Yes. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Like, dude, I, I, I expected 
so little from this this film. I uh, I went into this like not expecting to like it at all, and I was very 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 surprised. By the time the end of the, end of the film, I, I was like, "Holy shit, this is an excellent film." Uh, I uh, I don't know how everybody else feels about this, but uh, I, I was completely taken back by this. But how uh, the quality of it for what it is 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 insane. I well, I've seen this many many times. This was on TV all the time when I was growing up, so I've seen it a lot, and I haven't seen it probably at all since I've been an adult. So it's been quite a while. And I mean, I always remember, I remember liking it, but I was also really surprised as an adult looking at it, how great it was. I was expecting it to just be something like fun and silly. And I thought it was outstanding. The person I'm really wanting to hear from is being very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who who are you talking about? Griggs is known for not uh, not being a horror person. I already know where you're standing, Brian. I, I, you know, I. (laughs) That's what I was gonna say. um, Like, what? I didn't know how Kristen was gonna react, and uh, I, which, which I that was that was a nice surprise. But uh, I'm just really, really interested to hear what um, what Griggs has to say. Uh, I, I have, I've made no secret about the fact that I am. Not a horror person at all. Like, like avoid it like the plague spoken during a pandemic. Yes. Um, <laughs> it, uh, all right. So I have a lot of feels about it. It was, it was, it was better than I expected it to be. It was less scary than I thought it was probably going to be, but I was probably bracing myself for just, um, you know, a lifetime of hearing about these movies and, and glancing them at like friends' houses and stupid things like that. And, it's 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 been in the the popular discussion for long enough that I expected it to be more scary and more demented and more like psychotic and it wasn't. Um yeah, it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. Maybe I guess is the best way to kind of There you go. start it. You know, I don't really like a lot of horror movies either and it's for two reasons. One is that they are normally have a lot of jump scares and they scare me and I don't like being scared. And the other is that (laughs) they're not scary enough and they just look dumb. And I'm like, I like braced myself for all for this. Like it was such a disappointment. Like you couldn't even fulfill like the promise of scaring me, um, which again, I don't like to be scared. So like there's just, you know, usually you can't win. And I love stuff like this because it's not really horrifying there aren't a lot of jump scares um and it's not like you know i have to be worried about like someone practicing voodoo and transferring (laughs) all of this the whole crazy like it's such a crazy setup that it's not like i have to worry about it happening tomorrow night um but it's it's still so suspenseful and it's there's not a lot of gore. It, it's a lot of imagine. It's a lot of your imagination filling in because uh, you don't see so much happening. And I think that is what is really compelling about this film. Um, I think I saw that they cut out like a lot, a really? lot. The first run was it what two hours or two and a half hours or something? Yeah, I think they said and two I, and a half. Wish I'd have seen that. Oh well, I heard it was the, they cut it out because it was really bad, and so what is or tested really bad i should say Hmm. and so um part of what they took out was a lot of the showing and left a lot of it up to your imagination and i think that's what really um compels this movie yeah no doubt like the the way that they the way that they give him movement and and also the way that they make him like to every everyone else but to andy 
he's just a doll and the way that you know they don't allow him to speak until a certain point you know to the to the audience but the, but just the way that they handle him is, is extremely amazing like 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 well like when you see him move uh like fully it's in glimpses and it sells so well and it's so fucking creepy and, and and it's so weird that like he's this lumbering kind of like like doll thing, but then in his POV and stuff like that, he moves very fast, and he and he's like you know he's very nimble and like you know in, if he wants to be, it's real fucking creepy. It's yeah. all of that too, but then like an adult can just come over and grab him by the arm, and, <laughs> and it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I love it when it's the so cop weird. like throws him across the room. That's so great. Well, yeah, it's so weird how strong he is. Like you know, but 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 you can you can you know hold him in a fireplace, or you can pick him up and chunk him across the room, or you know. Okay, is he that strong, or are people just caught off guard the fact that there is a doll that's alive? Because like any time toward the end of the movie, one of the adults like as long as they're not like running and tripping and falling, which happens in horror movies, you know, frequently, <laughs> they they just. Pick that motherfucker up and throw him somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah. a problem. Well, I'm just I mean, thinking he, like he flew across the room when he got shot by a bullet, which is not you know abnormal for most movie <laughs> physics. But he's also but a doll. Still, I think if yeah. you shoot a doll, he's gonna go flying. Like it's not gonna <laughs> all over. He's gonna go flying. Well, uh, a- I I think that's kind of the the yeah. I think the question of his strength is really the only thing. And I I guess you can kind of. Like he's becoming more human, maybe, but like also he's a doll, so he wouldn't have muscle mass, and so I don't know <laughs> if I buy that. Well, you know what, what I'm saying with his strength is like when when that like one of the best scenes in the entire movie is when he attacks the guy in the car, and that yeah. like yeah like to the strength to be able to like choke this dude, you know, where he can't pull away from it. That's what I'm saying. That's where he's like showing that he has some right. some strength to be able to pull that cable around his neck to, and then pull it back. Well, and you then know. like shoving the knife through the seat Dude, that like, is so fifteen badass. times, like that's Dude, not an easy thing to it, do. I love that it's and it's such yeah. a surprise. They let you they let it breathe a little bit, and then like chunk, and then this knife comes through the back of the seat. And he's like, oh shit, and then boom, and they go again, and then it comes up from underneath. Like holy fuck, how cool is that, man? Like it's it's shot so well. The the like the um the suspense there and the the intensity is is just is done really really well. Oh yeah, there, there's a bunch of great suspenseful scenes. I, I think my favorite's when the uh, the batteries fall out of the box. Mm. That's so great. And the mother like is that was, actually that was a really good moment. Yeah, because like the entire time, like she has that confrontation. She's like, "I want you to talk," and then it gets blown off. Like, "Oh no, it's just a doll." And then she goes over to that box, and Chucky's like in the background. And the camera moves, yes. and then she yeah. blocks the camera, and you keep waiting to like, "Oh, Chucky's not going to be there," but he's just always right there fixed in the background and that just is creepy out. as fuck man it just plays yeah. with your expectations because we've seen horror movies before and we're expecting him to disappear dude and the follow-up to that is why i think this movie is so crazy like when when the batteries fall out she's like holy shit so she runs over she opens up the back of it you know and like she's holy, holy shit there's no batteries in there and then she's like fucking speak to me talk to me and then she like you know she's gonna throw him in the fireplace but when he finally snaps and comes alive, he is, like, so instantly brutal. He's like, fuck you, you fucking bitch! I actually wrote it down, because uh, I thought it was like, holy yeah. shit. He's like, you stupid bitch! You filthy fucking slut! I'll teach you to fuck with me! And he starts, like, biting her and shit, and you're like, oh my god! He's just so instantly brutal. He's not trying to be creepy. He's not like, I'm gonna kill you and your son. None of that shit. He's like, fuck you! Like, <laughs> it's just, it's nightmare fuel, dude. Like, yep. 
Yep. It goes well, everything up so, to that point. Like a maniac. Is, is, is a relatively slow burn. <laughs> it's like, all right, is this a psychotic thriller? Is this like maybe the kid's actually insane? Or are you going to question it? Like beyond the fact that we all know what this movie's about, right? Right. Even if you haven't watched the trailer, even if you've never seen the movie before, you know it's a fucking psychotic doll, right? <laughs> but that's the movie where the shit hits the. I mean, that's the moment where the shit hits the fan, and you're like, oh, oh no, all right, this is what's happening now. Got it. Got it. But then when this came out, the first time I ever saw like any of the marketing or anything, uh, I was my parents were taking me to the theater to go see The Land Before Time, and I remember <laughs> this little po- foot. That's a good switch. <laughs> <laughs> this poster was up this in the theater. <laughs> nice story about this boy and his friend. Well, no, the, the poster is this Sarah. woman being pushed out of her uh, her apartment. Right, and she's falling to her death, and there's like some eyes in the sky. And that's it. There's nothing that says, like, oh, this is about a killer doll. Uh, this is a horror okay, movie. Okay. Like, I actually thought it was an action movie. And then I remember, like, when the VHS came out and it had the Chucky with the that crazy knife that he's got in the movie with the little squiggles. Yeah. and That's so weird. Where did that come from? That, that is that, like, his, like, that voodoo he, knife? Like, has every time? Like, what's up with that? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, he had to have found it at that voodoo priest's house, right? Maybe. It just seems like it comes out of nowhere. Well, that's where <laughs> he has it the first time, it, right? It's when he stabs the voodoo doll? It's... I think it came from the voodoo house, but also that could be one of the deleted scenes. I kind of glanced over a bunch of deleted scenes, and there were a lot of things like that that explain. Like, they cut out a lot of things that help the plot advance because we don't really need them. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel like if they had spent any more time, like, explaining things, it would have gotten so boring really fast. This is not a movie that you need to explain and understand why he's in it or what his backstory and motivation. We get it. He's a psychotic murderer. He's a serial killer. He has he literally has a nickname, the Strangler, and then goes to use a knife the whole movie. Like he's he the Scranton Strangler. He's the, he's the Lakeshore Strangler. <laughs> you know, I don't really have any experience with like serial killers, luckily. Um, but I have Same. a <laughs> general <laughs> problem. You guys are all still alive, so you know. Yeah. I mean, Obviously. I don't. I don't know who your friends are. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> no judgment here. This is no, no safe judgment. Space. Safe space. Um, <laughs> All I'm saying is, um, I know that in the movies, a lot of times you have killers and they just kind of go crazy and kill everybody, which is kind of what he did in this movie. And I feel like if you want to be like an effective, you know, serial killer and make this your career, you can't just go around like killing people, like slashing throats, which is kind of what he did. I just, that doesn't, I mean, does that normally happen? This is like a movie thing, right? Wait, so you're saying that the psychotic voodoo doll did not think through well enough no <laughs> and actually i'll tell you the this longevity that, of whole, killing, is that, what you're that whole scene with the voodoo guy where the voodoo guy is like oh my god you mean my spells worked this is an abomination i was like sir what were you thinking was going to yeah. happen when you taught him that and then yeah. when the chucky kills the only guy who knows how to help him and i was just like this is a lot of like bad life decisions happening and i understand <laughs> that you're a serial killer but like also how did you make it this far because this isn't smart right oh. if your solution to the problem of i'm now stuck in a doll is to kill the guy who taught you how to get stuck in the doll you're probably <laughs> not gonna last very long well yeah. no, he was trying he was gonna try to kill him well, he's like, I, I will not let you. you okay, you're an abomination. Fair. He was he was about to kill him. He was no, about to hold up. He was not about to kill him. In that scene, he's picking up the fucking phone. He's not picking up a gun or a well, knife. He, he was gonna he's going to call, call the police. And he's going to be like, hey, there's a crazy my buddy <laughs> doll cra- here <laughs> trying to kill <laughs> me. And they're going to click up and hang up on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, God damn, you had to bring it back around there, yeah, didn't you, Brian? Yeah, of course. Didn't you, Brian? Well, yeah, we're going to get to it eventually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just throw it out. I don't know, man. You guys, I know they call him a serial killer in the movie, but... I don't know. Is he a serial killer? Like, how many serial killers have, like, fucking waiting, uh, like, drivers that, like, wait on him to go, like, strangle some per- person in their apartment? So, I He's think got that's... a pickup driver? I know. I think that's standard. Like, if I was going to commit crimes, like, you need a, a, a driver. You need a wheelman. Who will take yeah. you. You can't. Like, there's too much time to wait. Haven't you ever seen, yourself. like, the robberies go wrong because their car won't start? Like, you need a driver and the car should be on and you go do your thing. And but then yeah, that's not like a robbery. Like, I mean, I, I can't even think of, but like, all movies of robbery. Too, okay? You can't. Well, people who murder people need to get away also. There's a certain level of professionalism, Brian. I'm just saying, like, I don't even know how many. <laughs> Serial killers are like have buddies. They're like you know like operating twos. Like it's always just like one sick person, right? That I don't yeah, know. That's I what think. they want you to think. <laughs> maybe maybe the driver thought that he was actually a thief, and the whole time he was just like, "No, you're my getaway guy." He's like, "I'm You've gonna strangle scream. her, and then I'll also get the jewels." Dude, so you, he you've won't seen know. scream. There's always more than one. Well, see, that's what was Spoilers. great about that movie. <laughs> but if he is working with someone, I mean, this further supports that you don't just go around slashing people when they get when you get mad at them because you have to think about your employees at this point because you're running a business. So you can't just <laughs> no murdering. <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit too uh, too much logic for someone who's that psychotic. I mean, his nickname was the Strangler, and he only uses knives. Like we only see him try to strangle one victim. Mm-hmm. The rest of the movie, he's stabbing everyone. He can't like, really strangle but he's a doll too much with the at little hands. Point. Yeah, no. yeah, he strangled that two would... people. He strangled both the cops with his little hands, or like as an adult. With his little hands, he had little tiny <laughs> little, little doll <laughs> hands. With his little doll hands. Look at them. They're plastic. <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs> I'll be oh, your friend man. to the end. <laughs> All right, um this is a totally different I'm going to I'm going to turn it a little bit. Can we talk about how massive her Chicago apartment was? Dude, that's why she can't afford anything for a fucking kid, right? <laughs> She's a single mom living in downtown Chicago or li- presumably it's somewhere close to downtown. At least at least, you know, there she's 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 not in the suburbs, right? No. There are buildings around her. She's she's near da- and but she's what a jewelry store clerk at a department store. Yeah. How do you afford this like twelve hundred square foot place? Well, they didn't bring up the alimony that she's getting from Andy's dad. <laughs> she is wearing a wedding ring. She is wearing the wedding it. ring. I did notice that. I was um, like, oh. Also, it could be like a like a family thing. Her parents could be paying for it or giving it to her or something. But she has to save for an entire month to get a hundred dollars worth for. A, a toy? I'm telling you, man. She's spending. Just track Maybe she just doesn't spends track. it all on drugs. Like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's how they knew the bums selling the toy in the that's corner. True. They're also their drug like, Hey, our normal guy. He's got something different. What, the, this what time. Do they call, they call them? Like peddlers. The peddlers. Yeah, yeah. The peddlers. The peddlers. They didn't even have bikes. I don't understand. <laughs> but they did have the prerequisite uh, shopping cart. That you know. That's true. That's true. And and trench coat. <laughs> What? I love how the guy. What is up with that? Who decided that that is the look of a bum? It's like Guys, you got to wear a trench coat. Every bum I've ever seen in Chicago in the eighties has a trench coat. <laughs> maybe and like maybe uh, like I thought the wardrobe stuff in this was pretty cool, and I have one piece I want to bring up. But what did you think, Kristen? Before I get to it, I love the wardrobe. Actually, I mean, it was uh, what I think of like standard eighties fair, but it was all done really well. And I actually really loved the striped shirt and the overalls on Chucky. Oh, I yes. thought as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's 
perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, at the end of the movie, Andy's wearing a yellow turtleneck with a watermelon-colored striped shirt tucked into his little uh, Oshkosh Bagosh pants. Um, <laughs> I was like, this kid is styling. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, his mom works at an apartment store. You know, I've never seen a little discount. kid wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> okay, Chicago's really cold, though, like, honestly. Yes. <laughs> Well, he spends half the movie running around in like a full-on snowsuit. So. Oh my god, I yeah. couldn't believe that they were filming in Chicago winter because, like, you can see—is it snow or even ice at one point? Like, I was like, I think it was ice at one point. It looked like ice, and I was like, and you think that was real? Yeah, it is Chicago? Yeah, it's probably real. Yeah, there <laughs> I was, there was, I was wondering if it was yeah. like effects or not. No, that's probably real. I think it's it probably real. Chicago when they were shooting. Man, I lived there for four years. Yeah, I lived there for three it, years. It's the coldest I've ever been in my it, entire life. Definitely. Wow. It, it, like, it gets warm enough that everything melts and then just turns hard for like four months. Yeah. There's a joke so there. <laughs> I didn't say well, it. <laughs> it, it. It seemed like there was a lot of like set work. It seemed like the house that they lived in was possibly a set because it, it mean like the, it the apartment because because it looked like when they opened the door it looked like a like a matte painting going out into that hallway um but yeah for for only nine million dollars uh with all the puppets and all the the stuff that they had to build it seems like they really stretched their budget really well this especially with how was good nine million it, especially with how good it looks yeah Holy it was shit, nine million dollars looks really good and part of it was a set because when they had the actor come in, they built the set like 30% larger because he was 30% larger than the Chucky doll. And so they no built way. everything yeah. to be 30% larger. No so fucking that, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do it in every single shot. The only one, the only time where they break it um, is it's like right after he's got his face melted. There's this one shot where he's like coming after Andy and it's kind of like low angle over Andy's shoulder. And it's like the person's like coming after him, it, and you can. It looks a little too big. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's the one that stands out to me. But holy, holy shit, really? Shit. That's how they made the perspective yeah. stuff? Because holy I was like, how are they shit. doing this? I was wondering how the fuck they found these people that were this Man. tiny, but they weren't. <laughs> Everything else was larger around them. I that makes so the much same sense. Thing. It that sells is so freaking well. Wait, 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 good. hold on a minute. Even, even when he like crawls up on the side of the bed, all that stuff. Which time are you talking about in the hospital? I'm ch- I watched I watched the first three like really fast, so they're all kind of blending. Uh, maybe that maybe I'm thinking about something in the second one. Is there not a scene where he's in the bed and, and then somebody witnesses him crawl on top of him? Anyways, no. Anytime they show anytime they show uh, Chucky doing something, or like, like even when he like jumps down inside the um, the the chimney, yeah, and he like lands. Yeah. Golly, man. Yeah, it's man. just like the way he, he uh, moves out. You're wow. like, oh, man, so creepy. I, I'm really <laughs> impressed with that whole 30% larger set thing because I definitely yeah, thought amazing. it was like, I was like, is this animation? Like, how are they doing like these, these you know, matte lines and stuff so that people are in the same spot? It, this was really good. Yeah. Yeah. All puppets, man. All captured in camera. I did see a, uh, a puppeteer's arm in the fireplace at the end. When he's like, really, and like bouncing back and forth, you totally see uh, an arm, uh, like moving him around. Is that? Oh, is that right before he's decapitated? Though? No, no, no. It's right before he gets lit on fire. Oh. Uh, or uh, uh, it's right before he gets lit on fire. Where he's bouncing around, and 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 like oh, Andy's okay. just like catatonically staring, and and then and, and mom's trying to reach over yeah. and and get the uh, the matches, and then she oh, then, yeah. then, oh. then, it, then it and then it cuts mm-hmm. in cuts cuts into okay. a close up of her turning on the gas, and then when it cuts back to the wide, uh, you can see an arm in it, and like when he's in there writhing around. 
Man, that's so fast, and your eyes aren't looking there anyway. Uh, dude, I, know, I didn't see yeah. it on the first go. It the was other one, yeah, that. I want to go back and watch that. The other thing, in addition to building the set larger, was that the, it was like, wasn't it like six feet off the ground? So the puppets were underneath them, so that they weren't coming from above. I found some studio where like the the floor was like yeah like four or five feet above, yeah. but still you'd have to ah, man that would suck to have to crouch down there like ah. that's their job they have to crouch anyway <laughs> like they either have to crouch over you know what I mean like <laughs> they're used Listen, to it some people what they are do. Eh, fuck it it's your job you're getting paid right get in there. <laughs> Get in there. Get in the Sometimes hole. you just got to stoop to that level to get the money. You know? <laughs> the, the, the puppeteer turns around and goes, I'm going to go work for Jim Henson. Fuck this. <laughs> well, I don't think any puppeteers are, like, up fully standing upright. Like, I don't know about their posture, like, normally, but, like, they're pretty hunched over with their... <laughs> The little... I don't know how they keep blood in their arms and as much as they have to, like, have their arms sticking up like this. Oh, no shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be tough. They actually take a catheter and they like run the blood into the top of their arm. They actually like <laughs> stick these needles in up into their wrists so it like circulates the blood through their arms so they can run. That's how Jim Henson used to get those like twelve hour work days out of. Out of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so we're gonna go to stand over here and you're gonna go ahead and have your catheter put in. We're um, gonna dope our pu- needles are safe. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want the optional cocaine drip? <laughs> I mean, it's it was just, the it's 80s. Just one extra tap. <laughs> it was the 80s, so I feel like that's pretty standard. How else would you get Fozzie Bear? I don't understand. Is Michael Douglas coming out making the pitch here? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, speaking of tiny feet, how about those shoes on the counter? Am I right? Oh, with him walking across. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's weird. It's weird how like the logo of the good guy. Is like all these like things you can use to kill people. It's like a, it's a Wait, shovel. Is it real? It's a bat. It's well, a gun. They got a cowboy you know, hat in there. Not a, you know? I don't, yeah, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> There's a chainsaw. You know? <laughs> Wait, it was just a regular saw. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I'm just. I know it was a saw. I'm just like, you know. <laughs> Those like, are tools, Jared. There was a scalpel there. Um, you know, dude, that scalpel scene. Did they let that kid do like his own stunts with a real scalpel? Because he's like walking backwards. Yes, and those are actually shit. sharp scalpels, not just dull pieces of rubber. For no, sure, they're no, actual they, real they scalpels. They look like metal, bro. Yeah, they can job. look metal, but that doesn't mean they're sharp. I mean, I don't know. You could still impale someone with it, but that you know, movie movie props don't have to be actually sharp in order to look. Look like they're sharp. What did you think of Andy's performance? He's a little catatonic most of the movie. Uh, it was really difficult to not compare him um, to the kid in The Shining. He did have that look, didn't he? Yeah, it, it felt like it, the whole time to me, I was like, they, they're just trying to, they're, they're trying to channel The Shining, and it's just not really working for most of it. He had a couple moments that, like, I was like, okay, all right, like, like the moment where he was crouched down in the corner and he started crying like that was a nice long like 20 second shot where he walked into the room and then tried they're to gonna hide kill then, me yeah. they're gonna kill me yeah no, like wait, that, are you talking like, about okay, when he was right, in the right. when he was in the, in the cell or whatever and yeah, he, yeah, looks yeah. Out, he looks out the window and he sees chucky coming he's like hey hey chucky's coming chucky's coming and they're like i don't see him which is this is one of the tropes in movies where just a little bit more explanation could maybe have gotten he's like no 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 motherfucker he's not in here with me Right. He's coming outside. Right. <laughs> oh, 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 that that that's gonna help. You would be like, oh yes, little kid. Of course, the killer doll. Now that I know his exact location, this makes total believable sense. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> no, everybody in this movie has the right reaction. We're like, okay, this kid is a psychopath. Yeah, we're going to take you away from your mother because she's obviously fucking gone. And so are you. Well, I love they don't just take him away. It's not like I feel like a lot of times they're like, you know, this kid is a little crazy. But like they actually lock him up in a padded room. Oh, my God. With Seeing bars. him in that, in that room, I was like, damn, are they serious? How is this not going to be more traumatizing? into the kid that you just determined is psychotically trying to kill people. This is not going to help. Well, I would say that that last shot in the movie, the, the freeze frame, it I don't know. It, it's always left I, me kind of weird where it's like, is he psychologically damaged? Is he going to be fucked up for the no, rest no, no. of his life? I thought I actually wrote that down. I actually wrote that down. The freeze frame at the end. Uh, like, it, like, There's a lot of this movie where it cuts to Andy and he's just fucking just like staring just like at what's happening. Like he's just being... Like getting a complex, he yeah. <laughs> he's being traumatized a hundred percent. I will, yeah, he's a hundred percent being traumatized. But I feel like he didn't really start off in a good place. I mean, that breakfast that he made his mom <laughs> was disturbing on a lot of levels. Yeah. And four tablespoons of sugar in the sweetened well, cereal, and that glob of butter. <laughs> oh my god, he's very I didn't know disconnected. That much butter at six came in that size. Yeah, tub. he like, clearly that has honestly. some psychological issues already and so the fact that he has this <laughs> killer doll he's attached itself to him i made you breakfast right like i mean i i can see why he's like no to, like be nice to my doll even though this doll is murdering people like it's not his fault like because this is his only friend he has no friends yeah but that with also that, that that lends to this as well because uh, like for the first like bit of the movie we never hear Chucky speak until he's like, you know, he comes right. completely unhinged where he's like, you stupid bitch, you filthy fucking slut! Like, but so once that happens, you instantly know that that's the way he's been talking to Andy the whole time, but then there's this weird scene before where Andy's gonna go to bed and he's like, it's okay, I have Chucky. And he's in there going, you little cunt, you little bitch, you're gonna go to sleep now, huh? No, or like, you know, like, I you don't, don't know... I don't, I don't think Chucky's talking to him that way. I think Chucky is think so? talking to him and nicely. Um, if Chucky was that mean to him, he would have tossed him in the trash. I don't think... Well, I think I'm leaning into that. I mean, I look, if you want to look at abusive relationships, which I think this qualifies, um, <laughs> you have bit. to... <laughs> they, you can't, like, start off being mean to the person that you're going to you mean to because then they would just leave you have to be nice to them first and make them trust you and then when you start acting out then that's why they think it's like it's their fault so like you know you have to pick you know that's why he's like clearly psychologically damaged and that's why he like wants to stick with, through it with Chucky I don't think Chucky's mean talks is talking to him that way at all okay well, he is at well, least he, after Maggie died because he's like, yes. you know, yeah. he's got that line where he's like, oh, yeah, Chucky said that Maggie was a real bitch and she got what she deserved. Oh, dude, I love that. Yep. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. uh. and then even the mom well, has kind of like a very muted reaction to that where it's like, like, wait, she's like, what? what? No, no, she's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, Andy, why would you say this? He's like, and Maggie's a bitch and got what she deserved. <laughs> <laughs> the other reason I don't think that Chucky is being mean to him is because Chucky just sees him as this kid and it's not until um, the voodoo guy is like you have to kill him that he's like oh, oh well that's clicks. fine then I'll go mm. kill him like I don't care I, I really don't care about him but before it's like oh there's just this kid that I'm with and you know I'm gonna play this part until I can get out of here that's I kind of how right. I thought I, I, well I don't know Chucky also threatened to kill him if he ever ever told who he really was 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just standard. I don't know. <laughs> that's just that's that's true. Part of, <laughs> you know, I, I, about, about, Chucky's like, that is you want to play? And by the way, if you ever tell anybody that you see me, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> so I wonder if he talks in his standard, well, like, okay. you know, voice, or is he using the good guy voice? You oh, know, come on, he... good guy all the way, please. <laughs> all the way. But that's actually a really interesting point because, yeah, Chucky did say that, you know, he, th- he would threaten to kill him. And he also called Maggie a bitch. And so <laughs> on some level, that means that the kid is used to hearing adults speak like this. And so... Uh, again, yeah, I I'm very curious about his background. They they, they addressed that in the second one. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, they do they do get there, but okay. um, in this one they totally do not. They they just they, you're right, it just totally like goes by. And I don't remember his mom cussing around him though. No, his mom was like super no. sweet and yeah. very supportive. Um, she just I mean just, his mom seemed really great in general. Yeah, I I might be wrong, but. Wasn't the first time that a curse word was actually uttered was when Chucky's like, you fucking bitch. That that whole scene, wasn't that the first time somebody cusses on screen? No. Uh, earlier in the movie when he gets killed and shot and shit, he's like, shit. He's like, you fucking oh, assholes. Yeah, okay, okay. He's screaming and shit. Like, you know. Okay, so but, but <laughs> between, between him dying, <laughs> between him dying and then and then him attacking, uh, what's her name? Is there, is do, do any other characters cuss? Maybe, maybe the crackhead. Uh, when they go to that, that crackhead house that was kind of crazy, the first time we get to see Chucky like run, he like runs up to the door oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he goes in. Like I, I love all the POV stuff of Chucky. That was a pretty great scene. Yeah, yeah. like going through that house with that crackhead dude, and like he, and he, like he, he, like he, you hear uh, Andy outside going Chucky, you know, and then like <laughs> he's like, oh shit, and he like points the gun at him. And he's like, oh, it's just a fucking kid. You Those know? were some <laughs> great shots where you see him like walking through the window in the background, and he's like looking in there. Like, Dude, that why was the well fuck did he run to that house? Sure. He hears gunshots. Like yeah, he's right? like, oh wait, he, I he hears a gunshot, the gun. and he turns and runs towards the gunshot. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, you know Andy. Where... Just, he was like, Chucky like may be in harm. Forty-five minute train ride. <laughs> Chucky's in trouble. <laughs> You're in the south side of Chicago, man. What you doing? What, dude? How the fuck did he even get there? Like nobody stops him. They're like, see, that's really weird. Here goes your ticket to the L, kid. Fun. Because yeah, they sure, show <laughs> they show Chucky in his ear that entire yeah. trip, and like and he's talking to him, but you That's never true. hear it, and you never see Chucky's yeah. face move, which is weird. Mm. So that makes it look like that it's in Andy's head the way that all of those shots are shot. Well, the entire first part of the movie and until he attacks Ch- his mom, like you you actually don't know, and I think that's one of the reasons why this movie works so well is that. If, if you've never seen it before, if you haven't heard about it in the vernacular around, if you haven't watched the trailer, you're like, no, this kid is actually psychotic. And you can believe that for the entire movie. The very first scene Until, when the, you know, in the toy store, I mean, that kind of sets up that the guy's putting his soul yeah. in the doll. And he, he, Chucky doesn't speak. <laughs> Chucky doesn't speak until, uh, you know, he, he reveals himself to the mom. But he does, like, uh, with the crackhead scene, he goes, <laughs> he has that little laugh. Uh, like in in there, so there there's a one little moment. When he closes so that, his that eyes makes... when he goes to sleep at night, that was like I found that really disturbing. Oh, yeah. I always find that. He, oh, he's <laughs> yeah, shit. he he turn he turn the way he like turns away when he's like trying to watch the news, and he goes over and he's like, he, he like kind of half closes his eyes, like Ugh. Chucky, you're not watching me, and his eyes kind of half closed, like oh, you little bitch, and he like but, you know didn't say anything. It's all it's all in the acting of the doll, but he kind of like rotates back, and I'm like, oh, you creepy bitch. He's wearing his little good guy hat. I'm gonna murder you later, kid. I'm gonna get inside <laughs> you. How how weird is it that 
um, Andy has all this good guy shit, good guy cereal, good guy the TV show, good guy pajamas, uh, all this stuff, but he doesn't have a good guy. Wouldn't you think that your good guy would be the first thing that you would buy? No, man. Not if you're poor. Well, I mean, like, the cool thing. Don't you remember the 80s? Like, all that shit was always sold out. Oh, like the PS5. Okay. Well. <laughs> wow. Somebody, uh, somebody had some trauma here. You, you made it make sense. <laughs> well, you know, I remember, like, uh, what was it, like, Ninja Turtles or, like, any of that stuff. Like, you'd, you'd be able to find some, but you couldn't get, like, all of them. Or, like, a fucking Voltron. There was always that one fucking thing you wanted. And it's just like your parents could never find it. Yeah, it's like the Megazord. Yeah, and the I, green, feel, I the green feel like, flute. like with, um, especially because all those toys are expensive too, and so you know it's easier to buy like a good guy's shirt and the good guy's cereal than it is to buy yeah. a big good guy's doll because then you have to buy his clothes and probably a car or whatever. I don't know whatever the toys come with, but like you know that has its own set of things, and I think it's cheaper. And I think they were trying to set up that they were poor because um, <clears throat> they there wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't the issue with the doll. It was just that she was saving up for it, right? Not that they couldn't find it. Yeah, that's true. I just did the calculation on it. That doll is $219.71 today. That's how much that she would have had to well, pay for I that doll. Know, it's, I don't know how much dolls cost, but that doesn't seem unreasonable because it's huge and it talks. It's yeah, massive. it does talk, man. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's it's articulated and 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 it's really weird. Like when you see him like carrying it to school, and it's like this almost. But there's the same like size four other kids that walk in with the same fucking they all have, doll. Yeah, it's weird. Like, would you take yeah. your giant, massive like no. my buddy to school? I would not let my kid no. walk in with a, a doll that's the same like, size as. You're him. not taking that two hundred and twenty dollar doll to school. You no. leave that motherfucker Man, at you home. You guys have no. aged out of like what <laughs> fucking childhood was like. You don't remember fucking show and tell. That was like once a week. You couldn't, and you couldn't bring the same thing every week. We I weren't allowed to bring dolls and stuff to school. Like show and tell. Like you couldn't bring your favorite toy to show and tell. That was kindergarten, okay? Like, well, and then what that was this it. kid in? Like, I mean, <laughs> he's six. That's kindergarten, right? Kindergarten, first grade. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Come on, I know. It's weird that he's going through the halls with all those older kids, though. <clears throat> it's a whole weird school setup they have there. <laughs> well, I did not even look at the kids. That after he. After he gets dropped off by his mom, he can turn around two minutes later and just walk out and uh, nobody gives and, a and shit. And he goes through the city just carrying this yeah. giant doll and no one looks at him. Nobody gives a fuck. He's like taking the train. Like <laughs> He's got his buddy. He's got, he's got his good guy doll with him. He'll protect him. All right, guys. We're going to play the trailer for Child's Play, and we will be back. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open? Presents now, Mommy. A good guy! I knew it! <laughs> I, I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Good night, Chucky. Everyone knows most accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy! I'm Detective Mike Norris. Homicide. Andy! Miss Peterson's dead, Miss Barclay. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barclay family. And so has terror. Mommy, I know who was on the counter. Andy! Who, Andy? 
Chucky. Nobody believes you about Chucky. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Tom Holland's Child's Play. Spider-Man? Spider-Man? No, the director. <laughs> the director of Fright oh. Night, I should, uh, I should say. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about Spider-Man. That's what no. I heard. <laughs> was this before Spider-Man or after Spider-Man? I, I think it was way before Spider-Man. Okay, okay. This was 1988. Okay. <laughs> I do feel like we need to uh, to get Waheed uh, on just real quick so we can we can show him what a what a good trailer from the 80s, good 80s like? trailer. <laughs> oh, was a good trailer. That tra- that trailer sold a lot. Uh, let's see, 44.2 million dollars worth. That's right. On a budget of nine million, man, that nine is a million. return. That's amazing. That is, yes. that is super freaking solid. That's why there's sure. eight films. Open number one. I thought there was not seven or nine. Eight. Well, there's eight eight films total with a new one coming. I'm so confused. <laughs> For some reason, I heard the word nine. The number It's the word. There's numbers. Whatever. By the time we get done with them, when the new one comes out, we will have done nine of these, yes. <laughs> well, I, I think the, the new, the new thing is a TV show, I, I believe. It. It's not actually a movie. Oh, we won't be doing that then. Yeah, I, I, figured, I think this it's on sci-fi. Crew. You said it's going to be on sci-fi? Yeah. Okay, so it's mostly commercials. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Oh, man. Guys, we got, we got to talk about Brad Dorif here. Is he not great as the fucking voice of this murderous doll? I mean, he, yeah. he just nails it. Yes. So perfect. All the screaming. Like, I mean, I don't know why. Like, even as a kid... Dude, I, it didn't really freak me out. It's just so comical when you see the doll with its mouth like ah, and it's yelling. And he's, I don't know. That's there's something funny about it. No, uh, no, man. There's also something super fucking creepy because when he's screaming, when he's like when he, no, no, when he's screaming and he's burning and he's like melting over there and like and Andy's just like traumatized, like fucking staring at him and then like, he's like ah, 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 ah. Like it just keeps going and going and going. Like, <laughs> yeah, that whole scene. I was like, are they just? I guess they're not gonna set their apartment on fire. That's cool. No, yeah. He runs over. And he gets on the couch and he's like, Aah! I love that scene. I thought it was amazing. But then when he runs and jumps over on the couch, I mean, those things are very flammable. They go up in like three seconds. Yes. I was like, oh, cool. They set Chucky on fire, and now the building's gonna burn down. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Hey, there'd already been two explosions in this movie. <laughs> yes, like they blew up a whole fucking house. It looked like. Oh and they yeah, blew up the the toy store. Yeah. Oh yes, the toy oh, store yeah. that blows up from from lightning. Which, which explains why there's you know a, a limited amount of the uh, Chucky dolls. I mean, because there you know there's a lot of them in that store, and then the store blew up, and then of course the except stock, that was apparently literally the day before. All this shit went down. <laughs> Which well, was like, we don't really know how much time frame. We don't know how much time really passed. No, no. Humperdinck specifically says, "Sorry, Chris Sarandon." Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Every time he came on screen, that's all I could say. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. Buttercup. 
No, he specifically says I was the one who killed him, and it was like he he was like last night at the, the like thing, yesterday. or like two days ago, or something like that. He referenced the time frame, and it was within the week for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. It definitely wasn't yesterday though, because I mean, something he just, happened. He doesn't yesterday. even have like bruises yeah. on him or anything. He, he looks fine. His lips do look chapped. <laughs> Every time I've been in a burning toy store after an assault of voodoo lightning, my lips have gotten very chapped. And they look really chapped in that scene where she comes up to, uh, to him after the uh, when he's outside. The gym. Hey, like, but one of the deleted already. scenes is one of the deleted scenes is at the very beginning, and um, what's the guy the detective Humperdick? guy whatever? Sure, he. <laughs> We're just going to call him Humperdinck for the rest of this podcast. He's wearing, he's supposed to be wearing a dress because he's trying to like trick Chucky, the serial killer, into meeting him there. And one of the things that stays is like you can see him throwing away a dress in the beginning of the scene. Really? Is she like at the beginning? Yeah. Wait, so he was going to dress in drag to trick a serial killer? Yeah. Yeah. Because he only strangles women. The Lakeshore Strangler. Well, we don't have enough details. Mm. And as honestly seeing how he just kind of walks around killing people all the time, like, I don't. Well, I think that's that when you become a demented thing, like it's the same thing with Halloween. You know, Michael Myers, he just kind of like meanders and kills things that are in front of him. Like, I, I think I think Chucky's just like a like a opportunist. He's just, you know, you're here. You're gonna well, die. not entirely like there. There is a. a pretty specific line where they're talking about him he's like he promised to kill two people the the partner that drove away on him and yeah. the cop that killed him yeah well he, he wants to, those you know but like you know the, everybody else is just icing on the cake well there's only one other person it's just the voodoo yeah, priest guy just there's the voodoo guy i mean for a slasher movie or horror film there's only three people that die and i mean well hold on no, one of Maggie them is too. matt maggie the voodoo guy and and the driver yeah, the, Eddie Caputo. That blows up. Eddie, Eddie Caputo. Caputi? Caputo? Caputi? I think was it Caputi or was it Caputo? It's Caputo. Eddie Caputo. Caputo. Eddie Caputo. All right, there, there you go. Is. I wanted to call him a poodle. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that that's it. well, I guess Charles Lee Ray and he dies as well. But you know, but does well, he? Though? He doesn't does really he? die though. And I will say, considering that he doesn't really have that much experience with voodoo, I'm really surprised that he can just say a spell. And it works, and he can summon this lightning storm to transfer his body into the body of a doll. And if he can do that once, I don't see why he can't just do it again. Like the fact that there's a rule that he has to, re- uh, he can only switch bodies with the person that he revealed himself to. Like that just seems very convenient. I feel like if you can summon lightning clouds to transfer souls <laughs> you can like <laughs> without even having experience in the voodoo religion because he certainly doesn't then i feel like he can get around that rule i don't know well you know he has to ask for it he says i day do a dumbala give me the power i beg of you you know he's he's, he's pleading with them you know <laughs> i really I'm, i don't know again i don't have a lot of experience with like voodoo and this sort of thing but I kind of feel like you can't just like say the words and it happens. I feel like in order to summon that much energy or cause he's talking to like a, one of the gods or the, Dumbala. I don't know how it works. Dumbala. Yeah. Yeah. So he's talking and begging for all of this to happen. And I feel like you have to have some sort of established relationship. You can't just like say the words 
And well, you saw that he's gone through like with with the really weird like murals of like like this weird sexual like you know acts and you know him down on his knees naked and. You know, he, he's obviously been. Oh, I thought practicing. that was just like his Saturday night. I didn't realize that, that was. Like, a thing. No, I mean, she's got a point. It is kind of his Saturday night because, like, the very next scene, like when he shows up at the voodoo priest, whose fucking name is John. Like, God, man, like what a disappointment <laughs> of a fucking name that was. But anyway, like he was like, "Hey, that's John, his Christian name." He's like, "I thought you were pulling my chain this entire time." And it's like, wait a minute, if you if you thought that, like. Why do you have this gigantic fucking mural painted all over the fucking wall? Like every wa- piece of your wall, you have a piece of the prayer like written on your wall, and yeah, I don't know. It, it actually has like a like he's Charles Lee Ray's character is like actually worshiping the guy at his footsteps, uh, his, his feet. It's I don't know. It's I think weird. He has sex with him too. <laughs> what? The, it, on it, the, the wall, on, I missed it, that. On the on the left side of the wall, there's a dude with a giant dick, and he's like and he's like bowed down to him in another scene. Oh, okay. I see. Okay, it's a giant. He's got a giant erect penis. It's there. Go back. <laughs> I, did, I did not see that. It is. It's I on the not. left. So, like, if you got the one on the ro- on the right, where he's down on his knees and he's kind of like clutching at his at his like waist, and and then you know you see the dude's face. Maybe that was his his Thursday night to the that left was shower to the, night. Was this like an orgy scene, or is this no, like no, no. an initiation? It, 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 lo- it looks like it was a ritual. It it, it it looks like a progression ritual. Like there's there's oh. different things going on. Like each each little section is a different like part of the scene. And there is a scene, like there's a part where he's down on his knees up over by this altar, and then that that other guy, the shaman dude, has got his giant dick out, and it's like, <laughs> go back and watch it. It's there. No, I did not put well, together that it was the same like voodoo priest. No, I think it was. Oh no, man, I, it definitely they because the, they showed like a close up of the of the picture, and and then they like the next scene is him, and it was it was to me it was very clear that it was yeah. this was the guy that was in the painting, but I definitely did not see giant dicks. No, actually, I maybe mean, I wasn't looking for them. I, I kind of, I kind of remember it was on a repeat that, watch. and I do think it was the, I do think it was supposed to be representative, representative of the voodoo guy, but I didn't get that it was Charles Lee Ray who was doing all of that. Well, it's just a white guy with a long black. It's hit, totally but... him. No, it's him. No, that, I mean this makes sense. I just when I was watching it, I didn't put Here, that I'm sending together. You guys, this in the chat so we, we can see, then you can all be like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, there it is right there. He is he is beckoning to a, an erect penis down on his knees, and he is erect as well, laid over a... Um, wait, hold actually, on. It, oh, wait, bro, wait, they, wait, have, wait. They, have, they have... Look, look in the scene, he's they have the not, table. They have the he's tables not beckoning. From, he's cutting... Like oh, he's got a knife in his hand. Seven cutting, different slots. No, but he's cutting um, he's his cutting blood. It's a blood arm. ritual. Yeah. It's like a blood sex ritual. Yeah, you're right, yeah. But like, if you look below that, there's it's the tables from A Clockwork Orange. That's cool as shit. They they obviously weren't expecting you to pause this and like look at this like this. <laughs> Hold on. I mean, I'm I'm zooming in. Hold on. Upside down crosses. Uh, you you know. there, the there's penises. enough there that it, it it gets the point across that he's he's into some pretty serious stuff. It, it gives you a little bit of backstory without needing to have too much weight to it. Okay, right? I'm sorry. Is this like another table? Because, okay, hold on. It looks like hair. I'm co- very confused. Oh, yeah, yeah. That That is that is a... It looks like one of the tables from A Clockwork Orange where it's a woman on her back like uh, with her legs spread. And in, instead of showing her, her, her private parts, they've laid a cloth over the top of it. So it's just legs spread with like arms down. But isn't... Okay, I see this table that you're talking about with the cloth on it. But, okay, so look at, on the painting on the wall, 
the behind the leg table. Behind the leg table, the dude, um, you oh. just see like the erect penis and like a leg kind yeah, of. Yeah, but th- you're but right. See... That, that's a woman. There's breasts. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's like something else there. That, mean, that means that means right there, we, we know in lore that there is a woman who is a part of all these, and then she should show up at some point in the next nine films. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about the bride of Chucky until we get there, okay? Wait, does that really tie in? Is that... No. They... I hope oh. so. Oh, no. I'm so disappointed now. Entire series. <laughs> like I said, no one ever, like like, you know... Was gonna pause and, and look at this, but somebody did take this nice screenshot for us. Yeah, apparently the voodoo thing was very thrown in last minute by the director, um, Tom Holland. Really? Yeah. They had to paint this wall like last minute. They're like, ah! I mean, th- yeah, that's that doesn't look like a very last minute painting. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I don't know how last minute it was, but during the development, like the original script was, uh, I forget what it was. It was like a blood ritual, where this they had this doll that bled. I guess it was more satire on uh, marketing to kids. Anyway, Andy took his blood and mixed it with this synthetic toy blood, and it gave him a soul, and it went murderous. The doll did after that. Oh, interesting. That's a little weird. I don't know about that. Yeah, why? How? In what <laughs> world bizarre. would a six-year-old give mixing blood? No, to that a was a thing. That's like when you were kids, and I never did this, but I would like read about it, and it was on TV and stuff. Like blood you mix brothers. blood to like, yeah, like be friends, like to show how you're friends with somebody, and you would like, mm. <laughs> I don't know, cut your wrist, and they would cut theirs. I don't know how. I can I didn't. No, do you that. cut your know. hand, and then you cut their hand. And you yeah. Hands. yeah, yeah. It was at the end of uh, it, chapter one. That's what they did. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they stopped doing it because of the AIDS epidemic. <clears> but um, yeah, what yeah. could go wrong with with <laughs> Kids cutting themselves and then exchanging. No, it was a th- oh, it was like too a, deep. <laughs> a thing. It was a thing that kids did. I don't think they. Again, I think when this come out, eighty seven. I think that was too late. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. I mean, I think AIDS is, was around for a while, and you shouldn't do that. Don't swap blood with people. <laughs> kids, if you're listening to this, <laughs> go talk to your Made parents immediately. <laughs> Tell them what you're doing. Apologize first, please. <laughs> Please, please do not swap bodily fluids with other people. Well, unless well, they ask you for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, unless they, it's uh, <laughs> unless it's consensual. Yeah, that can be fine. I mean, come consensual. on, consensual. Consensual. <laughs> let's not give somebody some weird hangups. I can't swap bodily fluids. I mean, don't you know. cut yourself. Unless you know, unless you want to, unless you know somebody else. No, wants hold to. on. If it's kids, no, you shouldn't do it. No, I'm not talking about kids. I'm just, We're talking you know. about consensual adults can do. Consensual adults they... can do whatever the fuck they want right. to do with their yes. consensual. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious facts of life. <laughs> this is this is a safe space. We're gonna follow this up with our rape is bad talk. <laughs> Okay, guys. So. You know, sometimes people need to hear that, and that's okay. That's Rape that's is true. bad. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes you have to say the obvious thing. Touche. Even if you preface it with, I'm going to say the thing that everyone already knows, just so that I can know that I have said it. Yeah, it's I just really going to feel like I need to get this out there. That uh, sometimes leaving a light in the shot works. Wait, you're talking about the car crash. I am talking about the car crash. I'm talking about so obvious. when when the car flips, you can see the Condor with the actual HMIs 
Uh, Holy shit, the really? Street, but, but what they do is... I did not see that at all. Uh, they have some duvetine, and they just kind of like lay it over the top of the light, and then they put some C-stand arms to kind of push that out. So it cuts down. It's still lighting the street, but the, the actual rig is blocked by a big piece of black fabric uh, on the top of a condor, like a, a giant crane thing. Yeah, that you can see the fucking uh, arm of. You can, it's see, you can see every every bit of it. It's in the shot, dude. Wh- how did they fucking think they were? Did they open up too much? No or one something? knows what that is, Brian. Hey, bro, what do you mean open up oh too much? God. You see how bright that was, bro? If you were at a five six, you'd still see that fucking like crane. <sighs> like, <laughs> like why would like I, what I, I I couldn't understand is like why did they not just put that light on the other side and just oh no blast because, because, the building? Because that's right? that's. Because that's flat, bro. They're backlighting. The light was in the right shot. They just they just put it. They, they, it's in the right spot. They just shouldn't. They just shouldn't have. They should have done it differently. But they were just working quick, man. And it was you know, bro. And it, it was actually when you see that is when the car flips. This uh, for anybody who's wondering. This is at the very end of when Chucky's like. You know, he chokes the cop, and then he, like, starts stabbing through the back of the thing and then through the bottom, and then he, you know, the dude loses control, and he flips the car. So when we cut to the shot of the car flipping and rolling, the camera tilts up, and then you see this, you see the moonlight that they're creating. Dude, I didn't see it at all. Is that what that was supposed, are you sure that was supposed to be moonlight, dude? I could have, I thought they were trying to do a street light or something. 100% the the blue light that is lighting the street. I thought, I I thought it was just like a, I thought it was supposed to be like a street light kind of thing too. I didn't think it was an accident. I mean, I didn't really understand why it was there, but also I assumed it was supposed to be there. Right. And most people would never see it. It's, it's, you know, but it's, it's definitely the lights that are supposed to be the moonlight. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that makes me hate it more. <laughs> I, why? I, I don't understand I why you're assuming it would be the moonlight. Like the fact that that they would think that it you could see. What do the you mean, Grigsy? And- like all that blue light that you see in the scenes? Those the fucking moonlight. Like, what do you mean? What you didn't think it's the moonlight? It's the simulate moonlight <laughs> well, doesn't look be, like there's moonlight. There's lots of street lights in Chicago. Street lights aren't a, blue. If it's blue and if it's blue, it's the fucking moon. Okay. Like, all right. <laughs> well, no, man, they didn't have any of the. I didn't notice a lot of the orange lights, man. Because um, it's no, all blue. Uh, it seemed all like all light. the lights in this entire movie were blue. Yeah. Even like the lights inside the house. In the apartment, under there the bridge, so many... in the car crash, yeah. uh, there was like a an orange section when he went under some underpass. But then that, outside mm-hmm. of that, it was a simulated moonlight. It's just just mm-hmm. like in like in, in like you like you would do in you know in Halloween. They're they're lighting all the the streets and and all the houses and stuff with the blue moonlight. That's Same right. Lower budget, sure. and they didn't sure. get the equipment in the shot. Look at that. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> they weren't so doing. They didn't possible. do the same crazy shit though, like the level effects and and all that. Oh. Okay. Well, but what I was saying is, I think the reason that the, that that shot is is in there is because it's probably the only angle they got of that because it, it was of an effect. It was of that. No, no, flipping. they, they so cut to a different angle. They, they, there's a um, there's a high angle and a low angle, and the low angle is the one where you can see the, the yeah, equipment. Yeah, no, but in. that's cool seeing the car flip through there. Who cares if we see the light? Dude, just fucking frame down. Like, exactly. goddamn. Like, what are we talking about, man? It's a fucking easy fix. I mean, like, did they just not see it in the fucking viewfinder? Like, they, there's no way they didn't see that. Oh, man, I just. <laughs> I, yeah, I just I don't understand Anyways. how you let that go, and then you just put some like fucking duvetine around it, and like, oh hey, nothing to see here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now we've made a black hole in the middle of this blue. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, although the movie does look good, and uh, this is a very famous cinematographer, Bill Butler, the cinematographer for uh, Jaws, shot this. So, 
What a badass. He's just letting shit go at this point. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, $9 million. He might not have had the, uh, the crew or the time to fix those kinds of things. That's true. Especially for an effect shot, like with cars flipping and all that. Yeah, man. I get it. No, and bes- people will totally miss it. Anyways. Yeah. It is interesting, though, to, to look at those kinds of small, subtle things and realize that even the fucking greats can still sometimes let things go. And people whose work you respect, even for the rest of the movie, there might not be anything else that you're like, eh. Everybody has limitations that they have to work with. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. No I mean, every film has mistakes in it. I mean, there's just there's just shit. You can't, you can't see everything in the frame. No, you can't. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you got to let stuff go. It happens. Oh, I, I do want to make sure we bring up uh, Kevin Yeager, the effects guy, pulled off all the uh, Chucky um, animatronics designs. Um, we've talked about him before on, I think he did Nightmare 3 and 4. He's just, man, he's just done some really great work. Um, I love how the, the Chucky doll progresses from toy yeah, he's becoming more human. to human looking. I think, I think that's well done. Yeah, that wasn't a, there wasn't a, a minute that I didn't believe it, honestly. What do you mean? There, I mean, there wasn't any any moment where I was like, oh, cool, now they're doing the animation part. You know? Like, so, I mean, especially doing some of the fantasy movies that we did for the last month. Like, there are, there are times where you go from one version of a VFX thing to another version of, like, all right, let's do the animated part for this thing. And, and th- this... The whole time it felt like it was it was physically present and it was what it was supposed to be. It never felt like they were cheating, if that makes sense. You agreed, and as and as more it, the, the farther we got into the film, the more he seemed to be a little bit more articulated and stuff. Yeah, it seemed like he he, he progressed as he went, especially with the end when he's all expressive and like just talking, you know. When they burned him and he, his like head was separated and he had like he lost an arm and lost a leg and like it was he was like shouting at his body, kill him, kill him! Like <laughs> oh, even those that. moments, like it's it's still it still totally works. Like it was never it oh, never dude. felt cheesy or forced, if that makes sense. Dude, no doubt. Um, I actually like that they you know you don't see his head talking at that moment, uh, but they do this really nice shot where they punch in and you see his his, his like melted face saying, kill him, kill him. You know, yeah. like all that. Yeah. Like, I, I love that they cut into that. And, like, his head is still over there just like, you know, it, it's the one that's still speaking while the, you know, the body's still attacking. I really appreciate all of the, I, I guess it's puppetry in this. And even over the last month, all of the different effects that we've been watching, I think um, I'm so used to watching, you know, what is it, CGI and vfx and like all of this and uh, it's really nice to look at something that is practical and that is so outstanding because i think we i i don't know i just kind of forget that it's there and this is a great reminder that there are so many different ways to capture i mean whether it's fantastical or creepy like there's so many different ways to capture things and i think they did a really great job especially in this one and it's interesting too like i understand why they want to do all computer stuff because um, like reading about all of the troubles that they had with Chucky and, uh, you know, even what the last one we did, or I don't know, like when I, all the puppets that they have, like they, they always cause so many trouble and they always have so much difficulty working with them. But at the same time, it looks so cool. And I kind of wish we could go back to that a little bit because 
I, I don't know. I love, I love looking at it. Yeah, no doubt. The, the radio, tro the radio controlled faces and all that. And there's like the little ticks that he has and uh, it just, it just totally sells. And it, it's, it's weird though. Like at the beginning of the movie, when, when you look, look at the doll, the mouth has no, like, there's no hole there. It's like, it's like a solid piece. Yeah. But as he, as, as he like transforms or whatever, you actually, he, he gets more defined in, in his teeth. His teeth look so fucked up. And especially like when they, <laughs> especially when, when he's melted and, and you see his like gross teeth underneath there and that weird eye and all that. It just, oh, it just, the, I, I was so blown away with, with what they were able to do with this film. It, it, it's, it, it is really amazing. Yeah, the the transformation is really cool. I, I like how his eyes get more like sunken in over time. Yeah. He starts losing his hair. His hairline goes back. Yeah, I noticed that this time. Yeah, yeah, he actually starts getting a different hairline as it goes. Yeah, yeah. When the lady's uh, in the elevator, she's like, oh, that's an ugly doll. It's like, oh, damn, that is an ugly doll. <laughs> fuck. No, she's, she's, she's like, ugly doll. And it goes, he goes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I don't know, man. I think I think the end though, uh the, like the last scare, the final scare, if we're gonna go with scream uh terminology here. Uh the final scare. I don't know. I do think that at that point the filmmakers are like, All right guys, just to let you know, we've been having a lot of fun here. This shit's ridiculous. The killer doll only's got one one arm and one leg and he's like, Kill him, kill him. and it's like I don't know, it it looks goofy. When the detective like, is like trying to fight the the little doll is just grabbing him by the neck and that's it like he has nothing else to he could do i mean outside I mean, of hand he's just like a worm he, and he comes out of that damn um <laughs> i don't know i think it's hilarious like air conditioner vent out of nowhere i know like, how like, did you get up into that air conditioner vent they're like <laughs> like where could we have him pop out of well there's an air conditioner vent right here <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's i don't know do it, it yeah it, it's it's nah, a nice good moment well you know it's fun. It's, it's like the end it's like the end of uh, Nightmare when uh, when when she pulls him through the window, and right, and 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 um, Nightmare on Elm Street where they pull at the end where they like you know, Freddy pops through the oh it's just rid ridiculous stuff like that yeah it, you know that's that's just like a horror trope you know it's just out, out of nowhere it doesn't make any sense but I, I mean you're waiting for it because you know something's gonna I mean at that point by that point like yeah it is it's such a commonplace thing that I mean I was like waiting for the rest of his body <laughs> to like pop out because I was like, I know there's something else that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, no doubt. When, when, when the other cop who comes in and he like, you know, he goes in that and he picks great. up the head and he kind of like, like, you know, he, playing he, he, with he, it. Yeah. he's yeah. bouncing it around and all that. Yeah. You, you, you're just waiting. You're waiting for him to like bite his hand or, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, or talk or something. Yeah. It, it, it's, that's, yeah. it's, it's all played really well. Well, to me, that summarizes so much of the movie, at least from my emotional experience in it, was was the sort of underlying sense of dread of, like, when is the fucking thing going to happen? Like, all the times where, where Chucky's framed in the background and you see stuff happening in the foreground and things, you know, all those kinds of moments. And then the music is just, like, hitting you over the head with, like, something bad is going to happen, I promise. No, no, seriously, now something's going to happen. Like, the entire time, that's the music. I, like and when that's when when his partner comes in at the end, I literally paused and I was like, "Is the movie over? Like, oh, there's 15 oh, minutes left. Be. Okay, it no, now we we have another scare that's coming. All right, let's go. All right, when's it coming? And and the sound and then Chucky at the very end where he's like, "Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play?" 
and it goes up. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that freaked me it's out as a kid. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so great. Ugh. Fucking mil- he's like that eye, and he's got that piece of plastic that's like, oh. Well, he's got that weird like, over metal the- skeleton underneath, you know, and his oh, little like, metal hands and great. all that. I yeah. like that, though. When he's coming through the yeah. door, it looks like claws. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like he's like, come on, just let me kill you or whatever. <laughs> he's like, do you hear me? I mean, <laughs> give me the boy, I'll let the rest of you live. Give me the boy, and I'll let you <laughs> live. <laughs> like that was the, you know, it's a pretty compelling argument. Um, I could just open the door and kick you down the hall. Well, I think it's <laughs> what I was kind of expecting to happen is because now he's in pieces and he's also like a magical doll being thing. And so I, all of the pieces should still be alive. And I was expecting all of them to kind of conjoin together to fight. Also, I would have loved to have seen I, yes, I like, was also all of the for that. individual doll parts and jars like banging against <laughs> the jar, like at the oh, police yeah. headquarters or something. <laughs> no, they, they had to leave the door open for the next one. No, yes, I was had to wait and see what happens next week. Freeze frame. I don't know. They shot him in the heart. What are they going to do? You know, and it's kind of weird that they shot him in the heart because the mom had just shot him He's in the heart. He's a doll. Like he doesn't right. have a heart. <laughs> but apparently no, he she wasn't enough. He's a doll. Yeah. He doesn't have a heart. He, he, it's not. Like, that's why he can't be, like, he can't be killed. What are you? He's a magical being, okay? <laughs> He's heartless. But the voodoo guy said that to stab him in the heart and they thought shooting him would be enough it's like vampires you have to stab them with silver you can't shoot them okay it's like very specific see the the voodoo priest died he was like i didn't tell you about the voodoo knife you have to stab him with Uh, uh. wait wait one more thing uh i feel like we need a a princess bride uh child's play crossover now i was only mostly dead i had more to all right, we have ratings. I think, I think we so. Are. What are we rating this, guys? I'm going to give this movie a nine, Brian. This movie surprised the shit out of me. It may actually be a ten. No, it's an, I'm going to stay with a nine. I, 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 it's 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 super fun. It's 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 made extremely well. It holds up. It's creepy. Uh, yeah, man, it's an excellent, excellent, excellent film. Who's going next? I think this is. Um... A really, I don't know. I think it's a really great movie. It's fun and suspenseful, and I think it has just the right amount of scare to it for someone like me who doesn't like horror movies. I, even even with the lights in the scene, like I think even with um, <laughs> the unexplored voodoo sex parties that I feel <laughs> could have been. <laughs> um, <laughs> we use that label a lot more often now. Uh, <laughs> it's a voodoo sex party. It's on the back of the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> this is why there are Welcome eight movies, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Who um, knows what we have in store I for mean, us. I actually, I think I'm gonna give this a nine. I love this. I love this. I think it's great. All right, uh, I give it a seven point five. Um, it was it was better than I expected it to be. Um, there was there was a lot of really good suspense. Um, I thought they they overall they built the the structure of the film was was really well laid out. Um, you know they didn't spend too much time 
explaining a lot of things that didn't need to be explained. Um, and the pacing was really well done. Um, every time I wanted to see something, they cut to it. So I felt really good about the editing. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed all of the point of view shots of, you know, anytime there's, there's a monster with point of view. Um, I'm like, there it is. That's what I wanted to see. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm scoring it low because I didn't like the emotional journey that it took me on. <laughs> If, if, if that qualifies for anything. Uh, but I thought, for the most part, they did a pretty I good I like job. how you're complaining so. about the emotional journey and I'm complaining about the lack of sex parties, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not complaining about the emotional journey. I'm just saying it, it, it doesn't it doesn't resonate with me the same way that it might hit Brian. By the time we're at the end of this series, <laughs> you will be converted. I, One I, of I, us! Listen, One listen, I'm here for it, One specifically hoping that you might actually be right, okay? And next year when we do Hellraiser, <laughs> you'll be ready. Ooh. <laughs> That's a good series, man. I like that. Uh, man, I, I'm going to give this a 10. Um, I really like horror movies. Um, this is a really good one. Um, I can't think of anything really to knock it for. Yeah, there's some lights and, you know, like, yeah, the voodoo stuff. I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know if it makes sense for a serial killer to have a getaway driver. I don't know. <laughs> I don't give a shit, though, because the movie's so fast. Like, when you're watching it, I don't really have, I don't, you don't have a lot of time to think about it. I mean, it's not even an hour and a half long. And I know, it's so amazing. And it just moves from scene to scene, and there's all these set pieces, and... Man, Tom Holland does such a, a great job. Him and that uh, that Bill Butler, that the cinematographer, just navigating and laying out the apartment. Like you just know where everything is geographic. Uh, I mean, just all the spaces are laid out. I'm just thinking about like you think about the living room and the kitchen and how that's connected to the hallway and where the front door is, where their bedrooms are, and how how the bathroom like does this circle thing around the bedroom in the hall oh i love that it's amazing and it, it's just so well thought out you know where you are always yeah. and man it's so suspenseful like even even though it's like sometimes leading just to jump scares i understand you have to have the jump scare pay off but man i like the ride going to the jump scare and this movie does that so well and i don't know it's just a lot of fun too it's you go back and rewatch it there's got some comedy to it and Brad Dorf is just fucking kills it. I mean, I, I say the whole reason that this m series exists is because of Brad Dorf is fucking Chucky. He just knocks okay. it out of the park. I heard they had like a different voice though. They had like a some high pitched woman doing the oh. doll. Oh, even after wait, they already uh, shot Brad. Hold Dorf. on, I heard Whoa. about that, but I don't remember who it was. But it's it was someone that you would recognize. Like you would. Oh oh oh! It was um. They originally had Jessica Wal Walters. Is that her name? Yeah. Jessica yeah. Walter was what? Yeah. No. 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 That's weird. No. Also, <laughs> no. Play Misty for me. No. <laughs> On that note, no. I do think I would like to change my reading. I want to change it to a ten because I just I don't I like this movie a lot. I agree. We'll yeah. all be tens except for Griggs. Uh, hey, fuck all of you know, you. look, a, a seven point five <laughs> for a non horror fan. I'll take that. You know, I will. I will. I will. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Expanding your mind, Griggsy. I, I, yeah. I will say this. Um, as if, if I were to, I was, I was seriously considering going into this, like maybe I'm just going to skip this month. Like, you know, if you're going to be a little bitch about it, you don't have to watch the fucking movie. 
like this is the emotional journey I'm on, right? I'm like, all right, if you're gonna if you're gonna be like that, like just don't watch it. If you don't want to watch, don't watch it. And I'm, I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I actually kind of want to know more about it. Like I want to see, like maybe if there's some standalone, it was worth the experience. But I want to see the second one and the third one and the fourth one. Like I want to watch more of them to see where they took it because this this feels like such a good like launching point. Knowing that it became this giant franchise that everyone loves so much. That I'm actually really in- intrigued. Yeah, I know that I've ahead. seen. Yes, I yes, don't know if is. I've seen the second or the third one or both. I know I've definitely seen the Bride of Chucky. Um, however, I I don't I definitely haven't seen all of them, and I'm really curious because I know it is a very beloved series, and the fact that they can keep it going after over this many movies, and it's becoming a TV show. Yeah. I mean, I think that certainly says something. Yeah. And didn't didn't the writer of this one didn't he do at least the second and the third one as well or did he do all? Yeah, like, I think it's, he wrote all of them. I think all um, of them? and they have like right. the original yeah. cast with the exception of like the latest one. I think they kept the original cast or not? Well, they kept Chucky. I think they changed, okay, but Andy they kept Chucky the throughout all of it. Did they did they change him or did they make a new character? Same character, he's just older. They they take him up to like sixteen. Oh, okay. But then he comes back in like the fifth or sixth one or something like that. Like I was looking at it earlier. I don't know if today, it's the same remember. character, the same actor as the third one. It's like a, it's like a Marvel after credit stinger. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, he's not actually part of the movie. But Brad Dorf plays uh, Chucky throughout all of them, up up till the Mark Hamill one. See, that's that's intriguing to me. Like, if you have a writer doing this many movies, and your main villain, bad guy, protagonist, whatever you want to call him is doing all of them like that's that that to me it seems interesting to uh to delve into and i'm excited for next week well Griggs, i hope you're really into wide angle lenses because that's what episode two is all about uh are we channeling the revenant uh... (laughs) you'll see oh not the revenant no All right, guys, on that note, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can they follow you? They can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGay, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, and on Apple Podcasts with my other podcast, Torah Stories. And Kristen, if they want to follow you, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And Mike, they want to follow you. Where can they do it? I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media, G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits, and we're going to be closing out the show tonight with... We're going to be closing out the show with uh, the Child's Play theme. This is from Joe Renzetti. Enjoy.
Tonight we're going to get into some child's play. <laughs> no. 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 Don't do it. Don't do it. It sounds bad. All right. Don't so that's do what, it. It sounds that's bad. That's what we're using. Okay. I got you. No, no, no. Are you day doing Give me the power.